surprise cuts are coming in training camp, but are they coming for the New England Patriots? Stick around. You're about to be locked into this Memorial Day episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all of you Foxborough faithful. Welcome to the Locked On Patriots podcast. We are a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts to ensure that you get the latest episode as soon as it's available. I am your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. So reach out to me. Let me know what's on your mind on Twitter at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. And while you're showing some love to the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well at L-O underscore Patriots. If you're showing more love to that Twitterverse, what better love can you show than to follow my good friend and co-host today here on Locked On Murph Monday, a legendary Thomas Murphy of E2GSports.com at TMurph207. Murph's going to hop in here in just a second. But first, folks, remember today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today to get started. And as you can see, folks, it is hashtag LockedOnMurphMonday. It is Memorial Day. It is also Mailbag Monday. All those three things roll in one. Tells me that the kind of Murphy Fisto just could not stay away. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me today, Don Murphy. Thank you, bud. Uh, and a happy and reflective Memorial Day to everybody Absolutely. out there. Just don't forget what this day is all about. Yeah, without question, folks. Uh, definitely well said, my friend. I appreciate all of your sacrifices, and we have not forgotten you today no. here on Locked On Patriots. And Patriots fans, of course, I thank you all for joining me here today on Locked On and joining Murph as well. And a special shout out to all of you Locked On everydayers to join us on a holiday weekend. I don't know what says more every day or than that, folks. You make Locked On Patriots possible. We are unendingly appreciative of your support, honored and humbled by right. it as well. Take us to and... the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Murph, what are you going to have? You're going to have a burger, a little, uh, you know. Yeah, I got, I got a little side. burger. I got some I got some sausage and peppers um, yep. going. It, it's going to be a, a nice little little day here. Small, small gathering of of. <laughs> of uh twisted individuals that that Absolutely. will be here raising a glass to our fallen heroes and um mm-hmm. and just enjoying what what we have here in the united states that you just don't have anywhere else and it's because of what these great men and women did yeah without question but very 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 well said and today on the pod folks opening the Locked On Patriots mailbag is hashtag Mailbag Monday. We've got some great ones, Murph. Mm. We're going to be talking surprise cuts for the Patriots, new faces on the roster. Who might the Patriots target here in the coming days and weeks? Let's dive right into it, buddy. And uh, first question today comes from a good friend of the program, a guy that you and I know very well, very and well, someone who has been a true, true uh, supporter of the program, and that is our good friend. Jason Sullivan at Sully6827, and he he brings in an interesting question, Murph. It says, it feels like almost annual tradition where there is a surprise to most yep. veteran cut 
in camp by the Pats. If forced to predict who it is, and we'll take on that challenge. So yeah. you definitely issued it. We'll take it on here today on Locked On Patriots. Who are y'all? I love the y'all. Who are y'all picking? My prognostication is Lawrence Guy. Hmm, interesting. Murph, you are the guest at our barbecue here today on Memorial Day. I extend the hospitality to you. Who do you think could be the Patriots' surprise cut here in camp? Miles Bryant. Mm, almost went with that. I almost went with that. Miles Bryant. Um, as much as we love Miles and uh, everything that he's done here, uh, I, I really think that um, – and I'm not even really – what Lawrence Guy would be a surprise. It, it yeah. really would be. I'm not sure that it, that Bryant is as big a surprise, but that's where I'm going. I didn't think you were going to go there for obvious reasons. But um, <laughs> other than that, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's my pick. Yeah, I think Miles is definitely an interesting cut. You look at what the Patriots have right now in – house when it comes to the cornerback room yep. and getting Christian Gonzalez in this draft was an absolute coup. I mean, he's definitely your top of the heap. I think he comes in a cornerback number one and I love Jonathan Jones and I think yep. he will be a formidable oh. force here. I love yeah. Jack Jones. I think he's on the cusp of something big. This is going to be a ball hawking corner for a number of years, folks. A guy with a little bit of attitude that I think you need on that secondary. I think Marcus Jones is your future in the slot. And mm -hmm. I, I love what the Patriots have built here, but at the same time, I still think there is some veteran presence that Miles Bryant can lend. Oh, yep. I very closely considered having him be my surprise cut, and I think he would be a surprise. And it wouldn't shock me if you were correct on this one. And I think a lot of people are, are believing that this may be a, uh, a surprise cut. Uh my surprise cut may not be a surprise to a lot of people, but for those that are intricately involved in the way the Patriots love to deploy this type of unit, I think it would be a surprise. And I'm going with Mac Wilson Sr. on this one. The Patriots mm -hmm. brought him back, and I think a lot of people were surprised they brought him back. He was a free agent. Pats did not have to sign him. Um, you can make the argument that they either directly or indirectly addressed this matter in the draft with Marte Mapu, but yep. I think Mapu is the reason why you're not going to see Mac Wilson back here next year. The Patriots gave up valuable capital in Chase Winovich to bring Mac here, thinking that yep. a change of scenery would help both he and would help uh, the uh, the Cleveland Browns as well. well Chase we'll is our... deep in the heart of Texas right now. Let's just well, yeah, put it exactly, that way. <laughs> absolutely, and there's probably a reason why he is, you know, where he is right now, and that's that should have never know, cut just... the hair. <laughs> What'd yeah, you cut I know. the hair for, dude. That's yeah. the only thing kept you in, in a uniform. Bottom line, you look at Wilson's regression over the course of the last yeah. couple of years, and this to me is why I don't think this would be a major surprise. Really took a dip over the last two seasons, decreasing from 88% in just in 2019. We're not talking a long time ago. No. To 43% in 2020, 21% in 2021, which is why a lot of people were really True. surprised that the Patriots would invest trading Chase Winovich, who a lot of people here in New England thought he had a lot more value than that to bring in someone like Mac Wilson. I don't think he made the impression that a lot of people were hoping that he would last year, really transitioning more to an off-the-ball role. I think right. Mapu takes that role. And even with Raekwon McMillan 
and the injury that happened yeah. there. I still don't think that has a bearing on it. I still think they cut loose uh, Mech Wilson for the reasons that we've uh, we've said. I just think this is probably a poor fit, and I think the Patriots are going to look to move on. Now that they know they have Mapu, I, I think he becomes a little superfluous. See, it, w- with Raekwon, that's that's the reason I think he's staying. Uh, it's it's. Um... It's a touchy subject, but but I can't I I can't argue it to to any degree that that would change anybody's mind over it. So I'm just gonna keep that all to myself. He, but you're right. He's become more and more specialized over the past mm-hmm. couple of years. But Bill likes those guys. Bill likes those guys yeah, that can come in and play six, eight downs and give you six or eight great downs because they do that certain something so well. Mm. Yeah. And I, you know, in a lot of ways, this is going to sound like I'm railing against Mac Wilson. I'm not. I was actually really excited no. when they brought him in. Go ahead and take a look at some of the episodes of Locked On Patriots last year when the Patriots yeah. brought him in. And I was very Please. much on board with this. But again, when you look at what Mapu brings to the field and him being able yeah. to, I think, play the off the ball role early on, that sideline to sideline type of presence that we thought Wilson could have brought last year. That's why I think he might be the guy that's on the uh, the chopping block. We're going to see. We'll see what the New England Patriots have in store. But bottom line, Murph, even though we disagree or we have different viewpoint, not really disagree, but we have different viewpoints on who might be the surprise cut. I think we're both in agreement with Sully here that there will mm-hmm. be a cut that will kind of leave you going, Wow, uh, on uh, cut day for the New England Patriots. I, I don't think that this final product uh, is not going to surprise people in some right. way, shape, or form. Exactly. Exactly. So we appreciate your question. Yeah. Uh, you know, we appreciate you, my friend. All of your support is always welcomed here on Locked On Patriots. But, folks, we are not done yet when it comes to your New England Patriots. A couple of more great questions submitted by some of you, all of the great listeners at Locked On. And we're going to talk a little bit about what positions the New England Patriots may look to address during this upcoming mini camp, training camp. All the rest of the camps that we have, folks, including the preseason, heading into roster cutdown. Those topics will be addressed in just a moment when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast continues. But first, folks, today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. Folks, the finals are about to begin. The green teamers are ecstatic. And definitely, you're watching this on Monday, you know there is no other place you're going to be on Monday night than watching your favorite team try to get a spot in the finals and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back on bonus bets. There's no better place to bet playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sportsbook betting partner of the NBA. Patriots fans, the legendary Connor Murphy, Fisto himself, Thomas Murphy, joining me here today on Locked On Patriots. Of course, remember, folks, we are your team every day. And a special thank you for all of you spending part of your holiday weekend here with Locked On Patriots, especially all of you everydayers out there. And Murph, in the previous segment, we talked about surprise cuts, players that might find themselves on the outside looking in when the Patriots set their initial 53-man roster. But a lot of the talking points and a lot of the concerns surrounding the Pats roster, buddy, always seem to gravitate toward positions, positions of need, uh, players that may come in to help shore up maybe a deficiency on the roster. 
And we all hear about wide receivers. We hear about tight ends. We hear about cornerbacks. I mean, the high-profile positions are usually the ones that get the press. But our good friend and listener submitted a very good question, and he is Luke Treffrey. And I'm sorry, Luke, if I'm butchering that, uh, but his, he can be found on Twitter at Treffrey Luke. And his question for Mailbag Monday is one of the biggest talking points about the Pats is the lack of a number one wide receiver. But as things currently stand, is that really the biggest need on this roster? You got tackle, you got tight end, you got interior defensive line, you got the edge, mm-hmm. and other spots may need more attention down the road. Love the show. Well, thank you, Luke. We definitely appreciate your uh, support, and we appreciate your love. We assure you that the feeling is mutual, my friend. But, Murph, that begs the question. If the Patriots are to address a position here between now and time to set the initial 53-man roster, what do you think is still the biggest position to need on this team? Oh. Do they address it? It, it? That's a really good question, especially with the, the last segment that, that we just did and talking about Raekwon McMillan. But I still think that the position of need is offensive tackle. Mm. Um, I could have gone with Trent Brown as my surprise cut. In the first segment, I, I held off because I'm such a big fan of his when he's healthy and engaged. And, um, but he's the only real true tackle on the left side that that this team has that mm-hmm. that you would consider of starting caliber at at their position and at their age. So yeah, I, I think Bill is going to be looking quite hard at the. Uh, at the 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 cut down days and to see who might end up getting uh tossed aside by somebody else i I would like to see a little more depth at that area yeah i think that's definitely an interesting area to look at and i think that's definitely a good area to look at because even though the patriots are saying well city's you know, someone that they brought in to play a tackle. And I mean, City South folks, the guy yeah. that they brought in from the uh, the NFL draft. They brought in Riley Reef. They brought in Calvin Anderson. Right. Good, solid players. But again, neither of them are going to be game changers when no. it comes to the Patriots offense. So you're always looking for players that may be able to come in and may be able to, uh, you know, give you a little bit of boost, especially when it comes to depth. I agree with you on Trent. I consider Trent Brown for my surprise cut as well, but the fact that he is the only true only because it's on it's an eight team. million dollar savings, you exactly. know. And, oh yeah. And are you Absolutely. still getting that kind of um uh value for your yeah. dollar out of Trent Brown? We'll see soon. Yeah, absolutely. And by all accounts, folks, and that's why we're really looking forward to getting our first look at the New England yes. Patriots on the field this week and into OTAs and into mini camps so that way we can get an idea and gauge as to what we may see out of these guys in training camp. But all indications are that Trent is locked in. He's ready to go. He seems to be very yep. and highly motivated uh, to make an impact this year. So if that's the case, you know Trent's Contract not going here. anywhere. Yeah, without any question. But uh, I think tackle, especially on offense right now, yeah. tackle is your biggest question. I think they shored up uh, the tight end three position. I think Burks are coming in is definitely a good move for the Pats on that regard. So I think now they're looking at the offensive line and some swing depth, especially at tackle. If there's one area that I can see the Patriots adding a true veteran presence, and this kind of lends me to my point from last segment, I think it's the front seven. And and with Raekwon McMillan's injury, the need at linebacker, I think, could be a little more pressing. And I know a lot of people are probably yelling at the screen or your device right now saying, you just said they were going to cut Mac Wilson. Why are they going to go after this? Well, 
there's a difference there. I think they might be looking for a veteran presence, at least give a little bit more veteran uh, leadership and veteran savvy than they had. Right. And that actually does lend quite nicely into the question that was asked by another very good friend of the program, our good buddy, Andrew Caraway at Caraway Six. And he said, with the loss of Raekwon McMillan, do you see the Patriots looking to add another veteran at the linebacker position? Not a special team stopgap like a Rashawn Evans or a Miles Jack. Murph, this one's an interesting point to me because I think at this structure, the Patriots may see Mac Wilson a little more as a special team stopgap than yep. a true on-field contributor. And that's why I made the decision I did in the previous segment. But I think he makes an interesting point with guys like Evans or Jack. I know you've liked Miles Jack for a good long time. So I don't yep. want to steal your thunder there, but Andrew's question forced me to take a closer look at Rashawn Evans. And this is somebody that I, I'll be very honest with you. I really had not given a whole lot of thought to when it came to the Patriots. He's an Alabama product. So, you know, mm -hmm. you're getting someone that's, you know, part of the Saban school, 6'2", 232. So he'll come in adequately sized for the position, but he could be an attractive option at a relatively low cost. You could provide yeah. some competition. You know that he can play. He is a guy that can stay on the field, appeared in at least 12 games in all five years uh, that he's been a pro here in uh, the NFL. 76 regular season games, 419 total tackles, 225 of them have been solo, five sacks, two forced fumbles, and a dozen passes defended. So when you look at what he's been able to put together during his time in Tennessee and then last year over in Atlanta, it's interesting to me that he's still out there, first of all, yep. and second I think it's also interesting that the Patriots always seem to bring in guys like this, maybe a retread veteran that not a lot of people are keeping eye on or maybe they've yeah. lost sight of, but Bill Belichick thinks could be a reclamation project. In my response to Andrew's question, yeah, I could see them maybe taking a look at Rashawn Evans. I don't necessarily know if it'll happen, but I could see them taking a look at it. Yeah, me too, uh, without a doubt. And I've got another name in, in that I want to throw in here, and that's Patrick mm. Queen. Ooh, right. Queen yeah. is is for some reason, some way, shape, or form, on the outs down there in Baltimore, and mm -hmm. I think he's somebody that could come. He's he's either a candidate to get traded or get cut. If Bill can bring him in here for not a lot of cat draft capital, he might do that. But then there there could be uh, some um, moves that need to be made cap wise with Miguel Banzan, you know, go ask Miguel what they'd have to do and uh, at Pat's cap. But no, I think he's somebody that could come in here as that a young veteran. He's only been in the league a few years and, and uh, could really bolster that uh, that department, that room. Mm, absolutely. And we know that Queen has asked to be placed on the trading block. Whether yep. Baltimore acquiesces to his request or not is going to be another kettle of fish. We're going to have to see what shakes out there and how things work because, you know, Baltimore keeps stockpiling superstars there yeah. over in Charm City. And if the, they continue to do so, uh, you have to wonder if they're going to just load the, the decks and just stack everything they possibly yep. can to go all in for a championship. And if that's the case... I think you'd be really hard-pressed to cut Patrick Queen loose um, after his yeah. contributions on the field, even if you say, okay, well, we'll do what you want next year, but not this year. This not year this you're riding year, yeah. with us, and we're going to try to do it. So, but No, seriously, if that does become an availability, yeah, I can see Bill Belichick all he over He wants that. out. Exactly he wants the type out. of guy he wants. Yeah, he does. He absolutely does. And 
sometimes that's stronger uh, than the will of the ownership yep. and the will of coach. So we'll see. We'll see who blinks first, Murph, when it comes to uh, these types of battles. But I love that suggestion when it comes to you from Patrick Queen. And Andrew, Luke, thank you so much for awesome yep. questions, guys. Really thought-provoking. This is why we love to make Mondays interactive here on Locked On Patriots, whether it be Mock Draft Monday or whether it be Mailbag Monday. You guys bring it and you bring it like no other fan base in the NFL. So thank you both. Tip of the cap, not the gods on that one. But Murph, believe it or not, we're still not done. One more not question, done. folks. And it comes from a source that has all the answers when it comes to all of your Foxborough finance. Yeah, folks, even when he's not a guest on this show, he still makes his presence felt. We're talking about the great and powerful Wizard of Benzon, Puts the toughest question to date to myself and to Murph about what's going to happen with the Patriots roster heading into final roster cut down. We tackle Miguel's question next here on the Locked On Patriots podcast. Patriots fans, thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Don't forget, folks, tomorrow here on the pod, we're playing a little what to expect when you're expecting your first look at the 2023 New England Patriots on the field. Fingers crossed that we do get that look on Wednesday, but here on Tuesday, we're going to tell you what we hope we'll see on the field. So stay locked in to Locked On Patriots tomorrow here on Tuesday, folks. You're not going to want to miss this one. But today, we continue our dive into the Locked On Patriots mailbag. As always, each and every Monday, I am joined by the legendary Thomas Murphy of EGSports.com. Murph. We've had a blast opening up the mailbag so far. We've been talking Patriots surprise cuts. We've been talking positions of need, but there is a little future looking here. And our good friend Miguel Benzon is forcing us to get into that Belichickian DeLorean and move forward into the future. There usually is roster moves, Murph, that, that are made at this time of year and maybe a little bit beyond a player that we may have looked at but really did not foresee ending up in a Patriots uniform as all is said and done. And Miguel's question asks us to ponder that very point. Do you think the week one roster will have on it a player not currently on the Patriots' 90-man active roster? Murph, I bring this question to you. Will the Patriots have a new face when they set their 53-man roster in late August? Um, well, first of all, you know, we, we mentioned the man's name and then he shows up like Beetlejuice and uh, so <laughs> Miguel, Miguel, Miguel. And here he is. Uh, of course they will. Of course they will. Some, mm -hmm. you know, it, it happens so often people get banged up in camp. Um, you know, people just don't work out. The, the free agent that you brought in is just, you know, just terrible, just doesn't get it. And we got to move on. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it could happen. And it this all ties into the everything that we've talked about already. Who's the surprise cut? Who can get, get put in? Um, you know, it, it it's borrow from it it's sell Peter to buy Paul. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what happens in, in with the first two segments? Um might end up bringing about a change at that position or another position. We're just not sure, but yeah, there's somebody, somebody will be here and, uh, and it could be Keenan Allen. 
Ooh, I like that. I like that. As someone who that? covered the Los Angeles Chargers and someone who has absolutely uh, I didn't do that to make him happy. glowingly <laughs> over Keenan Allen, one of the most gifted route runners at the wide receiver position I've ever covered. I talk a lot about Hunter Henry's ability to run routes. Folks, Keenan Allen right. could write the book on route running. Tremendous talent there. Uh, great ability, leaping ability, athletic, uh, everything you want in a wide receiver um this could be a game changer is this really the move that the patriots would embrace because a lot of people are going to interpret miguel's question as a shot at deandre hopkins that everybody thinks that this is the move to make a lot of patriots fans seem resigned to that i for one think allen would be a much better fit here than Deion. me too I, I i really do and i think it, he could be brought in here for um you know it, for some reason I d- don't ask me why, be it health or whatever else. There, there's rumblings out there in uh, San Diego that this might be a, a release move or a trade move that they might make. And I, I think Keenan Allen is right now, um, he wouldn't come in here as the number one, but he would fit right in with all the other number twos. He's not one of the divas that needs to, you know, get me the ball, get me the ball, get me the ball so I can get my fantasy stats up. Uh, so th- there could be, like I said, a surprise cut at wide receiver. And this could be the surprise face that shows up on the roster week one. It definitely is. a It's a possibility without any question. And I know recently um, Chargers ownership, Chargers management has tried to shoot down these rumors. Uh, obviously, you're never going to want to tip your hand. But we've heard... Allen's name surrounding with a lot of teams and Detroit has been one of the ones that yep. has been mostly closely related to that. But, and that I believe is where Tom Telesco kind of came out and said, no, we're not going to trade him. We're not taking him off, uh, you know, our roster. It's not happening. Um, and, uh, you know, and he's got were, a pretty uh, nice contract too. Yeah, he really and truly does. And um, yeah, as a matter of fact, if memory serves me correctly, I think back in February, uh, Pat McAfee had this conversation when it came to the Patriots. And I think the Lesko shot that one down as well. But look, bottom line, folks, I mean, that is not we've seen these things happen before. So don't look at this situation as a possibility where, oh, it's not. He's already shot it down. How many times have GMs retracted statements or double talked their way out of statements? You mentioned his contract. And I think this, to me, is where it's interesting about whether the Chargers would want to do this as opposed to whether or not this would be Allen driving it. Keenan's cap number for 2023 is $12.78 million with a yep. $1.165 million base salary. Yep. Obviously, a trade before June 1st would leave the Chargers with a $23.2 million dead money hit. So... All that would travel with him on the books. Uh, That's not something that you would want, but this would be a later trade in that regard. And if the Patriots are serious about wanting to pair Mac Jones with an athletic receiver, someone that could fill the void in a lot of different ways, both contested catches and ability to run routes and get open, Keenan Allen, I think, is the guy you would want on this roster. I like this suggestion, Murph. I like it a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> that's that's really all I've got to say right now with this is thank you. But I would I would really enjoy seeing this. I've been uh, on the record for quite some time saying that I am happy with this wide receiver group. 
uh, if it can stay healthy and it, if it can stay on the field. And and with Keenan Allen, that's an if too. It's it's not like he's been a, a stalwart over the past couple of years. And that's one of the reasons that they're trying to, uh, at least that I'm hearing, that they're trying to uh, to move on from him and maybe get something for him. I don't understand why they would want to do this with a great young quarterback out there. But it could happen. And um, I think they restructured his deal uh, a few months ago. I'm not sure. Um, I could be wrong on that. Please, please go look it up. Give me give me grief on on Twitter. But if you brought Keenan Allen in here, this would and removed anyone. And I mean, anyone on this on this roster at the at the wide receiver spot, it would be an upgrade. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And look. You mentioned what would precipitate or what would facilitate the Chargers making a move of this type. Um, who knows? Maybe the Chargers are the ones that end up with DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe he's a little bit more of go. what Dustin Herbert is looking for. Maybe D-Hop comes in, goes to Los Angeles, and then all of a sudden Keenan Allen decides, hey, you know what? The way things are stacking up here, um, I think I might be better off going elsewhere. And hey, who knows? Maybe elsewhere might be catching passes in the Northeast from Mac Jones. But we can all live. We can all speculate. Yeah. And we can all let me have it down in the, the comments, people. Patriots. Folks, let us know. Who do you think the Patriots might be targeting? What new face out there would you like to see in New England? Who do you think is a realistic fit in New England? Let us know both, either doesn't matter. Your questions, your comments, your feedback are always welcome here on Locked On Patriots in the YouTube comments as well as on Twitter. So Murph, what can I say? It's been a fun holiday so far. We've still got a lot of holiday hijinks to have, but I appreciate you taking time out of your morning to spend with me here on Locked On Patriots. Before I let you go, my friend, please let everyone know where they can find you, what type of great work we can expect this week coming from the great pen, the great voice of Thomas Murph. Yeah, well, I'm, right now I've got a couple of nice little Red Sox pieces up over there at e2gsports.com. Go check them out. This week I will be giving my early prediction as to the final uh, Patriots roster. You can you can check that out there. Follow me on the Bird app. And on Wednesday this week, Wednesday, on uh, One Patriots Place, Classy Claire and I will be welcoming in Fitzy. Uh, good friend Fitzy is gonna gonna stop in and and talk uh, from Wei is gonna stop in and talk a little Patriots action for you. One of the most entertaining voices, one of the yeah. most entertaining spirits in Patriots Nation, folks. Yeah, you do not want to miss it when Nick hits the microphone in any medium, but especially when he's going to do so with Murph and Claire. You know it's going to be great. Definitely check that out. You will not want to miss it. And, of course, folks, we thank you for spending yeah. part of your holiday weekend, spending each and every day here, as all of you everydayers do, with us here on Locked On Patriots. We remain honored. We remain humbled by your support. So stay safe, stay well, and be the change you wish to see in the world. And we'll see you right here tomorrow on Locked On Patriots. But before we take our leave today, it would be remiss as we close this Memorial Day to take one additional moment to honor the memory of all military personnel who bravely gave their lives in service to our country. Simply put, folks, there's no greater American team than the United States Armed Forces. Despite our political and ideological differences and sociological differences, we can all agree that honoring the men and women who bravely served to secure our freedom is what unites us all. When all else seems to divide us, this common bond never ceases to strengthen our patriotism. Thomas Murphy and I would like to express our gratitude to each and every member, both past and present, living and deceased, of the United States Armed Forces for their numerous sacrifices. 
your bravery, your dedicated service to our country will forever be admired. Wow. Heroes never die. They forever live in our memories. On behalf of a grateful nation, thank you for your sacrifice and thank you for your service. From the shot heard around the world until today, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone.